When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, I want to prance with somebody. Nope. <laughs> In these shoes? Actually, yes. These shoes are designed for it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we'll do the Foxtrot Hustle or the Wagon Wheel Waltz to see. Honey, that's good writing. That sounds really fun. And remember, just throw the performance away. Just throw it away. Be very flazé-daw about it. You know what I mean? Well, grab a partner. Hold him tight. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Five, six, seven, eight. It's time for an episode of Race Chaser. Classic. Classic. Let's go all the way back to season seven. Before tap cards. Forever. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser Classic. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. Okay, she's still got it. <laughs> the girl's still kicking. My name's Alaska. What's Don't yours? Kick me in the fucking throat. My name's Willem. Hi. <laughs> God. You damn. know what? Willow Pill, who we would like to transport you back in time before, back to a time when Bosco was just a chocolate syrup. Bosco! That's right. We are queuing the time machine. Willow Pill was just a machine. sapling and half a pill. <laughs> Sapling half a pill. We have delved back into classique, which means we are back on season seven. Season seven. seven. So you've got, to, you've got to delve me, love. The question I just keep asking is why? Why, God, why? <laughs> um,. <laughs> What do you mean? I love this episode. This is great. All the girls are forced to do something they don't want to do in ugly shoes. And it's the perfect way to get a re-entry back into season seven with a healthy dose of salt. All these girls are bloated from the MSG and sodium. Um, Last week, the girls were doing the John Waters thing. Yes. And that was a great episode. It was literally like a year ago for us. But yeah. In, a, in the in the mom multiverse, it was last week. <laughs> the mom <Here>. multiverse. <laughs> so as I was saying last the week, the cinematic universe, the cinematic podcast universe. Sk- yes. No, it's Skinamaxic for sure. <laughs> um. So last week, the girls did the John Waters thing. Uh, Ginger Minge slayed as little Edie, wanting the Eggman, and. Uh, <laughs> Rue asked all the girls who they thought she should leave. And even though fame has been very nice to everybody, they were all like, fame, 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 fame. Fame, fame. Doing it for fame. the fame. Um, uh, yes, it was like a Lady Gaga album. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. the fame, the fame, the fame. Yeah, they did um, They did a little Demi Lovato number. Not sure which. And Miss Fame hit the house. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is Prancing Queens. And that's when the girls are going to prance, prance, prance. <laughs> Yes, prance for the dolls, prance I say. We start um, with the mirror message. You want to read mm-hmm. it in your best fame voice? 
continue to inspire. You are incredible. I love you. Fame. Mark. Kennedy's like, okay, that's very nice, but clean that shit off. Let's go. <laughs> well, I love her. Oh, Kennedy. Kennedy's okay. droll misdirect. She says, with that being said, <laughs> clean that shit off the mirror. <laughs> now, I have to commend Violet here because Violet says, you know what? Miss Fame, she was fucking fierce and she was flawless and it was it's too soon for her to go. And she says, there are a few girls here who are less deserving in her estimation. Yeah, but then again, like um, less than a minute later, Katya says something about uh, not relying on being a one one trick pony anymore. And Fame was kind of her trick was the runway. Um, uh, and being beautiful. Well, well so, she was really good at that. It's it, The time is now to have multi-talents. Oh, and Miss Fame went home seventh, so that's Pretty Girl Placement. It tracks. Pretty Girl Placement. I mean, it's such a responsibility to go home seventh, as I did, as Alyssa did, as Fame did. Pretty Girl Placement it's, is, it's a cross yeah. for bear. It's a LaCroix cross. You've got to be a gorgeous doll. You have to. Yeah. You definitely have to. Doll check-in, doll check-in. Mm-hmm. Um, the so, other queens think that Violet could have been in the bottom. But uh, her dress was she so didn't... ugly. Remember, it was ugly dress. I know. And she I knocked like it out with that. Pearl's dress and um, whoever she lips in against Fames, their dresses weren't ugly enough. They were like looks, I thought. Yes. Like very Gilded Age Matt. <laughs> Very that. Very, so the, uh, the next day gilded the girls glamour. Walk, you gilded will glamour. never be gilded glamour. You will never be gilded glamour. That's do... Billy Lamore's older sister. <laughs> but can you do gilded glamour? <laughs> so you think you can serve gilded glamour? Honey, that ain't gold leaf. That's mold leaf. Honey. Oh, oh so now I'm a gilded age hooker. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> Girl, go cut that gilded gilda and, and uh, gild gilda, out there. Gilda. <laughs> uh, fame did leave all the notes for all the girls uh, She says Pearl I love you See you in New York City She says Violet yes. you're perfect See you um, in the magazines <laughs> um, Okay well it's the top six Don't you know that Don't you know that you're top six uh, The famous Britney Spears song um, We get a video message from uh, RuPaul Ladies you want to prance with somebody Somebody who loves you? Well, if you can't love yourself, switch partners because it's time to look at drag from both sides now. Cha, cha, cha. cha. <laughs> so steeped in mystery, I couldn't possibly decipher. This mini challenge is great. It's the girls getting free cosmetic surgery on themselves with a roll of scotch tape. Do Have you, you ever done this? The- do you think that those video messages are just Tom Campbell just spitballing? Or do you think it's written by, like, the the team, like, the the challenge directors? I don't know the people well enough to um, have an opinion on that, I'd say. But if it's coming out of RuPaul's mouth, I think it's from Tom. I mean, that's a fair estimation. You Like, you can see her listening in her ear and Tom talking in the control room. <laughs> From the stage when you're on the runway because it's like glass. My season anyway, you could you could see it. Yeah. So maybe. Uh I have not done cosmetic surgery with a roll of scotch tape. I have not. It's fun. It's the best way to like get a pig nose in a photo. Just a little <laughs> little over the ear, under the nose. Honey, this look was a little under the nose for me. <laughs> um wh- who who really okay these catchphrases are really funny the fake housewives of drag race catchphrases yes they all throw them at him pearl says some people may call me a slut but i'm also an alcoholic who's the who's the can it, what would yours be if you had one i don't know this is really hard uh, i need a team of writers Oh, I need really? a team of orangutans at typewriters to come no, up I know, with No, I know this. you got one in there in a file. I mean, I feel like I can come up with one. 
What? Uh, uh, okay. Um, Destiny turns on a dime. Destiny turns on a dime, but turn me around, you can bounce a quarter off it. <laughs> Do you want to know why I'm in such a good mood? Yeah. Because I'm high. <laughs> that works too. I like that. It's like a like a. Yeah, we both reference Drag Race. They love us. Um, <laughs> Unafraid to reference her. <laughs> okay. Violet says, well, "When times get tough, I just breathe through my nose." I was trying to do bad. that this weekend, but I had an funny. iceberg up there. <laughs> um, who was successful in the plastic surgery department? I thought Violet Mantle. Great. <laughs> that was that was a dig, honey. I love it, honey. I uh, love it. <laughs> so uh, RuPaul says Violet Joshki won, and that means that Violet gets to sign the teams for the Maxi Challenge, which is Wait, why did Kennedy? The, the, why did Kennedy in the fucking twenty minute quick drag just decide like I'm going for beauty? <laughs> I'm Girl, going for beauty. She just did tape on the forehead. Beard. Yeah. She just did tape on the forehead and she just was like, I'm just, no, I'm going to be pretty. I'm going to, I'm just going to be pretty for this. Um, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the tape didn't look great against her skin. And she was like, this looks hokey pokey. Uh, well, she looked beautiful is the point. Her catchphrase Um, is so funny to me. It was Kennedy, kinda... I may not be the best cookie in the cookie jar, but at least I taste good. <laughs> Miss Miss Davenportia. She's wonderful. So sickening. So this so, maxi challenge is yeah. the girls dancing, prancing their padded asses off in pairs. They're doing mashups. The Tango Vogue, the Charleston Twerk, and the Country Robot. And the queens are going to be in half-man, half-woman drag. For some reason, inexplicably. Why? I don't know, but, like, this is one of those things that straight people think is hilarious. And I've been asked to do twice for auditions in 20 years. So, I get it. I don't know why people... Straight people get their life off of this. This is, like, old-timey, like, circus-era... Jim Bailey... Yeah. Yes. Old like, school. oh my gosh, it's capable of being, oh, it's ultra binary. The binary, there is no binary, but this challenge is ultra binary. Yes, for sure. So the teams wind up, um, we're going to save something for after the break. We don't want to spoil it. I don't want to give away any secrets. Bye. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right, and I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for 
us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good. I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. So the teams for this challenge are Violet and Katya. Ginger and Trixie and Kennedy and Pearl. And uh, Trixie is immediately miffed. And they throw the music in behind her. And she's like, Ginger can't sew and she can't dance. And I can't. You're a bottom who can't host. (laughs) You're a bottom who can't host with IBS. You're a rue girl who can't sew. Or dance. Way harsh tie. Um... This is Ginger's struggling, or at least she's giving the very smart produced illusion of suffering through this challenge. Mm-hmm. I think she's smart. I think she put her producer hat on and she said, I'm going to undersell myself as a dancing talent in order to then appear like, oh my God, I've overcome something and I did great. Because she. She does a really good job. We'll oh, get to it. In the in the practice, do you think she does a really good job? Uh, she does a good job at acting like she doesn't know how to dance and panicking, but she does great. Yeah, I I feel like um the rehearsals are are not that misleading. They're making everybody look like they're doing bad. What about Kim Johnson? Don't know who the hell she is. She's Australian. She's from Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> um, I I think that her and Carson Presley have... Fabulous Fridays. <laughs> a wonderful rapport. <laughs> um, and can we please shout out Violet Chachki's like, workroom hair? Like, she ooh, just yeah, put shout it out. Under, she put it under pin curls, put on Tell me 30 things you like about t- it. Then took it out. And it's just these soft, bouncing and behaving curls. Her hair is gorgeous. Okay, so uh, some of the girls are having a a little more luck than others when it comes to dancing. Um, uh, RuPaul says to Violet, well, you had a little trouble with rhythm and timing, Violet. So... Violet says, actually, I'm an aerial performer, so. Well, I'm just going to turn it out. Well, those are famous last words. Why are they coming so hard at Vi? Because there's only six girls left and they need to, you know, they need to give us some stakes. They can't just say, okay, we're going to give it to that pretty girl. Make it that obvious. Pretty girl placement. Um, I think that. Do the the pretty girl rock, 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 rock. Do the pretty girl. Rock, rock, rock. Um. Kennedy and Pearl's rehearsal goes, it seems like it's going okay until Pearl starts twerking. And at that point, someone should just cut the lights. Kill the lights. If you can't twerk, just try and move your legs. That's Kennedy's advice. (laughs) In the dark. (laughs) Just try and shake your legs. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Violet and Katya's rehearsal. Pearl needs to straighten those legs. I love Kim Johnson's accent. It's it's very that, yeah. We should make Courtney's stronger. Where did hers go? Uh, well, you know, she's very international. She so. is. Like the pancakes that she calls her buttocks. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
<laughs> she's on a fitness journey. Um, Katya is totally overwhelmed with this choreography, and she's a bit of like, you know, a deer in the headlights. Yeah. She's um, not exactly projecting confidence with her face in general. <laughs> she's projecting. Um, it's my it's, favorite it's thing. Very, like, get me to a meeting. <laughs> my favorite. My God. Well, my favorite thing about Katya in this episode is she keeps being like, oh, fuck, right in Kim Johnson's face. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Uh, but, but she's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's very clear in this rehearsal that Violet picked the right partner in Katya because they're both the most skilled and agile with their bodies, other than Kennedy. Yes. Um, oh, think, absolutely. And um, Violet can't get this hop, skip, jump, stop, scop, scotch, shuffleboard off the buffalo. Little hop, scotch, scoop, buggy. And they keep showing it over and over. And <laughs> sometimes the tiniest moves are the hardest. Did you ever notice that? Honey, I know that. I know that to be so. Cassie, don't release uh, the wrist. <laughs> Uh, Ginger and Trixie are, you know, they're going for it. For some reason, they decide that Ginger's getting lifted. Okay. That... Girl. What? Okay. No, go off. Why not? That's and it like... ends up working. I mean, Tr- Trixie does drop her, but it works in the final thing. No, it doesn't. <laughs> At all. Did you not watch? I literally just watched. It wasn't a lift. It was like, I'm helping you down off the thing, which I th- she, I thought ended up Tri- being successful. Trixie was ushering a clown off of a hay bale. She was not dancing at that point or doing choreo. That was ushering. <laughs> at best. What's wrong with that? Ushering and gesturing. That wasn't a performance. What do you think world famous superstar Usher does? He ushers in an amazing show every <laughs> Bitch, time. Bitch, he can, he so. can roller skate, <laughs> sing, and give herpes at the same time, okay? Don't compare Ginger Minj to Usher. She is no Usher. You will never be on Usher's level. She <laughs> Do is, not compare she, yourself Tri- to Usher. Trixie is ushering a verb, and Usher is a proper noun, honey. <laughs> Very proper. Usher, usher that dick into my house. Um, oh my god! Yeah, the lift. The lift seems illogical. It seems like you know, um, it's what? just trying to mess with them. I think. I think it was deep production, and it was like, give them something, girl. Give did you see? Something. Did you see Lion King? Did Timon try to lift Pumbaa? No. Well, it didn't work like that. Um, <laughs> I think that the the next day. The queens are all in defeated dancer mode. Um, and they all realize that they have one, a one in three chance of lip syncing. Well, okay. Because they're being judged as pairs. Well, so they think. But every time we thought that on season five, they would be like, you performed in groups, but you will be judged as individuals every single time. And I was like, will you just judge us as a group? Because our fucking group was good. Well, I have this confusion because, like, were they ever told they were going to be judged individually? I don't know, because like it says here, it seems to be a surprise when it is revealed that they're going to be judged in pairs. Right. Well, my season, we were judged in pairs for our pair competition. Maybe they just couldn't judge your season in pairs because you were too um, shoddy. <coughs> Slapdash. Slapdash. bitch. Uh, I do it so much better than you. <laughs> a Ginger said she was up all night trying to learn the choreography. And, um, well, it worked. Yeah, she, we'll she, she nailed that. the route. She nailed the robot, but she's nervous as hell. And you can tell, um, these mirror chats, Violet says that she's trying to be nice to everybody. And the girls were like, why start now? But I think she's Violet, trying. I think Violet is realizing that this is the point that there are cameras and she is on TV. <laughs> She took the note because a, a lot of the girls said you're you're kind of abrasive and your confidence is great, but the way you deliver it can come across a certain way. 
And she's taken the note and Katya's like, wow, you're so nice and you were so fun to work with. So as she gets the note, she's evolving throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, we love an art. Now, I also, Ginger Minge is wearing a star booty t-shirt. Just saying. <laughs> um, Why? Okay. I think it's half and half because everybody has been asked to do this at some point by some dumb photographer, you know, like do half drag, half non-drag. They did a whole book of it. Remember all those New York girls did like half crunch and munch. I do remember that. Yeah, they all did it. And that was like, I think during this era kind of, because it was before the Magnus thing. So it's like one of those like makeup trends that they want to grab onto and do a challenge about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. And and it is, you know, we'll talk about the runway. Let, let's get to the runway because, first of all, RuPaul... Oh, oh fine, we have to take a break. God damn, classic. Cla- these classic breaks, they <laughs> just break at the most inopportune times. We were just about to talk about RuPaul. Mm. It's fine. Let's take a break. And if you're on Mom Plus... Well, we'll be right back because there's no ads. No ads, all ass. We are back and we're on the main stage. RuPaul is in a lovely, lovely, I think it's a Mackie with a reveal. She was playing. She was playing. They said, you know what? Let's let's gag them a little bit. Let's That's really true. give them something today. But I mean, as soon as she walked out, you could tell there was going to be a reveal because the front of the Why? dress. Girl, look at the front of the dress. You can tell it's a dress with a sheet under it. Look at it. There's a point Is in this the front that's dangling. No. Oh. I, I very Chicago's much so doll. It's gold. She barely has a lip on. The eye is soft. The hair is beautiful. I'm not in love with this makeup. And it's hard for me to find something bad to say ever about Matthew's work. But like, it just doesn't look like it looks like girl drag. I like it. <laughs> of course you do. Um, what about these RuPaul girls? RuPaul can go soft. Matthew likes to, you know, play know. on the spectrum of deep, heavy drag. To like soft and supple. Buttercup. Buttercup inside Shift of a tulip willow. <laughs> yeah, like see that and thing in the front that's just swinging? Like making why do it you obvious? Think they did, why do you think they did the tearaway? Just because. The, you don't need a reason. You don't. Because, because she saw her face and she's like, I'm going to need something to get him away from my face. Excuse a- me, she looks exquisite. She does. She looks fine. I just don't like it. I'm not, saying, well, I'm not saying her makeup's bad. I don't like her face. Okay. Uh, Michelle this, Massage. I, and Carson's under eye highlight is way too heavy. She is. Wow. She is. a pheromone. Baked. Yeah. Um, it looks like Nancy Rachel Reagan. Harris. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rachel Harris is also there. She's very funny. And the iconic Alyssa Milano. I'm mm-hmm. a pregnant Alyssa Milano. Yes. Said, honey, I'm doing Drag Race. Yes, yes, I'm about to pop, but you know what? Mm-hmm. She looks radiant. I Aly- love Alyssa Milano. Alyssa loves a drag queen. She ran up to me on the Star is Born carpet and said what a good job it did in the movie. And she's like, I was like, are you in it too? She's like, no, my husband knows Bradley. Then she introduced me to her husband, who's his agent. And I was like, oh, okay, hi. I need one of those. And he's just like, you'll probably get one after the movie. I'm like, oh, Thanks. Thanks, Toots. Alyssa was so cute, though. Really tiny. We Who's adore the boss, her. Applesauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this runway, this half and half drag, is um, ugly uh, and terrible. If I was a girl and I saw that they tried to make me wear those shoes, I would revolt. Just like I did in the wrestling. Well, the shoes were revolting. They were. Uh, Revoltclothing.com. Okay. Let's talk about Pearl. Let's talk about these runways. Let's talk about Peel. Both sides look gorgeous. Peel. 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 Ooh, girl, we're going to make you look like Miss Emma Peel. Pearl <laughs> <laughs> is, is told by Rachel Harris she looks like Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake or something like that, some diatribe. Um, 
this is okay. Okay, it's, so, it's crazy okay, so. to look at. Like he should have half a bow tie. I feel like, or she should have Mama. half a bow tie. I'm I'm just Mom, not feeling baby. any of these looks. Kennedy's is okay because okay, okay. it's got fringe and Violet looks all good right. and Katya. But like, let's talk about <laughs> okay. all. Okay, okay. Well, we'll go through one by one. <laughs> let's now. Clearly, they were given this half suit. Okay, I think, I think that, they're by that was Les- provided. They're by Leslie Uggams' um, uh, new diffusion line called Fuggums, because okay. they're fucking ugly and they're fucking all these girls with these outfits. Fuggums by Leslie this Uggams. Is, this is the start of on Drag Race them like providing you with stuff. This is that they provided them this sort of base suit, and then I guess what. It's not the start of it. They provided you stuff in season five. They provided season three girls with stuff. This is not. I the... provided them with great dance moves in that outfit that they gave me. And you're providing yourself right now with a delusion. <laughs> Convince yourself. Let's go back to season five. Girl, fuck this season. No. Fuck this season. Girl, you, you what both... is this run? You started what a mission this? when you started this podcast. You said every episode. Baby. This episode is okay. terrible. Okay, Kennedy okay, okay, has okay. a chin strap on one side. And Come on, chin strap. <laughs> no, this is great. Okay. And I do no. love Kennedy's outfit. The- she does look great. Um, Why? Okay. Why no. would you not go all the way? Why would you not put a tie on the men's suit side? I don't get it. It's I do not baffling. get it. Why would you not put a sock on, which some of the girls do, we'll get to them, but why would you not put a sock on the suit side of the costume? And why wouldn't you wear a flat on the one side? That's what I would do, and I would just walk all cattywampus. Girl. It's very strange, but let's talk, okay, uh, Yes, Kennedy has uh, come on chin strap. Um, yes, the fringe helps. The fringe definitely helps. Let's talk helps. about what's successful about these looks. Okay. I like I like Kennedy's Billy Dee Williams mustache and the fringe yes. on her outfit. I think hers is a successful put-together look. Presentation-wise, she doesn't look like she's apologizing on the runway, like some of the girls, yes. or like being hokey-pokey with it. But, I mean... if If you had long hair out of drag... I, this is this, it's actually hard to talk about because it's like this is an ultra binary challenge. It's Just like take your time. what is a man and what is a woman. But like if you had long hair out of drag, couldn't you take a little like short wig and just do half of it just to be like just to like make it all drag a little like man wig. Um you I guess one could if one that's what desired I for me, uh-huh. for me, that's what I would do. Uh, if I had like long hair that was snatched up because that, that is like feminizing. And so you're trying to be like masculinizing on the one side. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is an option. If, if we ever have to do this challenge for the race chaser presents, <gasps> There's a picture of me at Drag Strip 66 where I did half and half drag, but it wasn't like I'm a man and a woman. I was beauty on one you were side. Garbage and, and trash. Then oh. I was monster on the other side. And like I drew my eye really big and like a big tooth fake mouth. Oh. If anyone has this picture, it's it was really good. I was very impressed with myself. Oh, okay. Um, Ginger is Trixie uh, and Ginger are doing country category. They're doing they're doing um, needle in a gay stack, country girls. Yes. Trixie has brown hair, um, a little Britney Spears sundress, and a cowgirl hat. Her boy outfit has like he looks like ca- kind of like a fundamentalist or a um, Quaker <laughs> on one side. He's got this thick, okay, thick. Uh, what's it called? Sideburn. I wish his girl side of the hat had like a flower on the side of the hat or something because it's just a hat to feminize. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I wish one of the girls had like a church fan and was covering her boy side of the face or like, you know, because seeing the yeah. boy side while you're on the girl side just takes you out of it. And it's just like, I mean, G- Ginger's outfit is 
so scoochy on the one side as a girl and there's not much detail. And then on the boy's side, it's a, like a black suit with some piping, but like it's piping. <laughs> piping. Uh, what do you think of Violet and Katya's outfits? I think these are the most successful. They look slick and they look together. It comes down to these details. And you know that, Vi- I mean, Violet and Katya really know their way around some fucking drag. But I think Violet, her attention to detail really paid off. She added a little bow tie. The on garter. The, on the suit side. She customized the it. The glove, the flowers. Like, I, th- I think she that. She wore a sock. So it wasn't like a weird dance heel, or at least it didn't represent that way from a distance. Beautiful. This is hard as a runway to judge because they kind of had to match one another in a way because they were were pairs that were going to be dancing. If you notice, though, all the comments on the outfits were cut from the judging, um, the, the, the judging's judications. There's no comments about the outfits, probably because everybody was like, well, these aren't our outfits. You know? Right. They were all provided. So nobody was bashing the outfits in in the category for uh, this judging. But I think Katya's outfit is great because it has movement at the bottom. It shows the garter. It shows her. I I love it. Katya and Violet win this for me runway-wise. And Katya did what she does best. She gave it a gave character. It a character. Uh, but she really does. She goes that sort of straight douche kind of thing for the for the guy side, which is very smart because you're selling it every way you can. It's like when you're doing Donna Summer and Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what you you're selling yourself. is not what I am selling. <laughs> and Violet Honey, what was- you're selling, you can't even give it away, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Violet did wear a different shoe. She did. She, she did. I think because she she's cunty and stunty. Yeah, because she's saying I'm not wearing that ugly two and a half inch character <laughs> heel. Who the fuck do you think I am, Nina West? Oh my! Because she wears character heels in Hairspray, the musical on tour now. Yes. Well, um, so these okay. performances for the girls, where they get to do their little shimmy shake. Um, it's Michelle is reporting live from the form decor lounge and the other very expensive chairs. If this episode existed nowadays, there would have been a secondary runway, like a, a dedicated runway that wasn't just your challenge costume. I mean, you don't know that, but you can say it to me. Because now they love a separate runway. And they're like, give the girls 40 minutes and flip into something else, babe. I love Toomey. They always replace the zippers. Toomey? Suitcases. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the Kirk Kennedy and Pearl doing the the Charleston twerk. Um, Pearl is really selling it in her face and is more impressive in the performance than the rehearsal. I don't know if she's nailing everything. Imagine 100%. that. And misdirect. Can you believe it on a reality TV Imagine show? Imagine being better after having done it multiple times rather than having a camera on you the first time you're trying it. And I can't mm. believe it. But Kennedy and Pearl sort of, they, they kind of butted heads a little when they first started working together on this. And on stage, they both have let it all go. They have chemistry. They're hitting it. I, I thought they did a great job. In the same way that Pearl on the last challenge was kind of herky-jerky with uh, not getting her line. Not getting oh, her line. It was a little hokey-pokey. Herky-jerky. <laughs> she wasn't really picking up her cues because fame may have been late or something else. There didn't look like... There didn't look like... Um, there, as I said, there didn't look like that there was any. Um, Can't <laughs> <laughs> It didn't look like there was any like forgetfulness. It seemed very well planned, even if the yes. agility level wasn't at a ten. It was great. It was, yes. Now Ginger and Trixie doing the country robot. Um, they don't seem to miss a beat either, but it's just not as good. It's like okay, this is a country park. This is a truck park. This is a country park, and when. Trixie tries to lift Ginger off of that bale of hay. It's more of a don't lose your footing while you step down off this 12-inch barrel of hay. 12 to 18-inch barrel of hay. 
but it is not a lift. Don't call it a lift. Elevators would get offended. Don't call it a lift, my love. Uh, the problem here, and I think it was part of is their that they music had cameras mix. on. Oh. The, the, problem, <laughs> the problem here was they would sort of pause before it went into the Yep, the, the country or, yep. Yeah, because they started country and then went into like a techno robot. But they would like sort of drop character and just stand still. And that was not successful. To me, you to me, suitcases, you should have maintained the character of country and then drop it when it goes into robot. But don't just like stand yeah. there waiting for the music to change. I do get what they were trying to do because the robot always starts out like in one stiff position and then goes. But like the mix did not help. The editing did not help. They were not doing yeah. they were not doing Trixie and Ginger any favors because they knew Trixie was going home at this point. Yeah, I think the writing was on the wall, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Trixie was not aware of the writing on the wall, but I think that's where they were making she can't read. go to. Uh, uh, <laughs> Violet and Gotcha do the Tango Vogue, and this is just Tango like, Vogue. This is, uh, this is easy. I feel like there's a drink called Tango somewhere in Australia uh, or Europe. Mango Tango, honey. Honey. Um... I think Katya doing the splits and Violet dancing her ass off is, you know, the best performance of the evening. They got it together. They had it's chemistry. Fluid. They knew how to dance. Feet on they the furniture. They knew how to give it. It was sexual. It was sexy. It was characterized. They had th- these deep, low extensions. Uh, and that's just their hair. Uh, <laughs> they did great. Yeah, I'm not mad. Uh, Ruth says, oh, my gag. Amazing job, ladies. Yes. And then we get uh, the judges' feedback. Feedback, feedback. Oh, oh. This is the birth of Flaze Da, everyone. The birth. The, ver- the birthplace. The origin of Flazida. Here's the thing. Everybody knew what she meant. She may not have said the right words, but we all knew what she meant. And they made yes, of it. of course. Um, they made it humiliated, this girl. RuPaul was like, that's good. Repeat that. What did you just say? We need something to spice up this season. Uh, (laughs) Do you remember? Is there something a little off about this? About this season? Like, going from... okay, Yeah, it's an odd number season. We all know about the odd number seasons, honey. But going from season 14... (laughs) Yeah. And just herky jerkying back to this it seems Wait, uh, a little uh, a little dry like it like sometimes when you eat chicken and it's a little dry like it's herky a little jerk, bit herk, like, herky jerky charleston twerky <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes mango tango yeah got it mango tango do because at the time Everyone was saying season seven is the worst season of Drag Race. It's unwatchable. Lady Bunny has a song where she says, uh, season seven, seven, we slept through it. This year, Logo really blew it. Oh, Clownson. It was the common perception that this was kind of a, this was kind of a lull. Do you feel that going back and watching it? I feel that people have that opinion because there were a lot of epic fails this season, like Shakespeare and, and some of this challenge made all the girls look bad and sad. None of them were smiling this episode because they hated their faces and outfits. So like, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that made the show because the show shines because of the performances by the girls and there were the Queens and there were some dastardly, horrible things on that main stage this season that some of the outfits were bad. Some of the performances were bad. The breakdown, some of the challenges were meant to put the girls in precarious situations where they did not perform well. And guess what? They got it. You know, trying to make the girls memorize iambic pamatameter or whatever. Pamatameter. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I know what I meant. Um, To me, carry on. (laughs) Okay. Put this whole episode in and lose it. <laughs> Rollerboard, roller waterboard, the rollerboard. Um, 
I also want to say that these episodes were shorter. You know, the current season episodes are an hour of content, and this was 40 minutes. And also... You trying to tell us to wrap it up? No. Of these six queens, we know five of them a lot better now, and we're watching an older version of them where they haven't sort of blossomed into the sort of public facing entertainer that we know today. So it feels yes. very dry because it's so, not the Trixie or the Violet or the Ginger that we've since seen on our TV. Does that make sense? Yeah. Someone blossomed yes. into stink roses. And, <laughs> and this is not a reflection at all on the Queens themselves, because really, if you look at the cast, it is a heavy hitting, very stacked cast of amazing entertainers i think the problem lies within with the challenge the challenge producers were trying a a little bit they were trying it a little bit this season and i don't think it was successful uh but that's not a reflection on the girls but this girl let violet fucking wear something don't put her in a fucking half and half suit from fucking uh but she still looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, can, the the Kennedy comments are from Carson. She said she looked bored, but Alyssa's like, no, she looked effortless twice. Alyssa Milano repeats yes. herself. Um, she she is the boss. Uh, Diana Ross. Um, yeah. Michelle reads Trixie's dangling bottom eyelash, quote unquote. She still you still have that Trixie dangling lash. Michelle is openly disdaining Trixie. <laughs> She's like, you. just to note, you still have it, even though I told you I didn't like it. Yes. Very that. Um, she, yes. Mm-hmm. Katya is told that she she loves this black fantasy um, and that it looks very coquettish. And not coquette, <laughs> like the French. Coke-head-ish. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> just to be concise. Come um, on. And Rachel Harris says Katya's boy side looks like a hot dioche. <laughs> Dooch. Which is like brioche. Doochlander. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Alyssa Milano says to Violet, you're an absolute work of art. You look handsome, you look smart, you're a walking work of art. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says her extensions were low and really great. Um, but RuPaul is like, everyone was so good, I don't know what to do. I think she knows what to do. Uh, when in doubt, send Trixie home. I mean, I'm. I, I mean, she's done it, it before. Trixie's got enough homes by now that she doesn't mind probably being sent home. <laughs> she's got a whole and fucking the Trixie motel, Pepto Bismol motel. I just drove by it and took a picture. Um, yeah, I think that <laughs> Ginger and uh, and. Who's the other one? Trixie should be very worried at this point because Violet and Katya are declared the winner. But the thing is, they're not. Like, Trixie in Untucked was like, I think I'm going to win the challenge. Like, literally thought that she was going to win. And I think it was just, it was very close across the board and there were little things that put Violet and Katya over the top as the winner and put uh, Ginger and Trixie in the bottom. Trixie, I think was, it came down to runway. Honey, Trixie was looking in a mirror that only told her what she wanted to hear. Because she was <laughs> not going to win looking like that, honey. The not in the least. Um, uh, did you? There's think- a lot of he pronouns being thrown around. <laughs> did you notice this? Yes. I, they I always literally do it on call. I think they refer to Pearl as he on the main stage. Yeah, Michelle. Never. Never, unless it's a drag king, my toots, never use he pronouns when you're talking about drag or drag adjacency to me. Mm. On drag race, on the main stage, everyone is a her. Fucking Duncan is a her. Like the directors, like everybody is a woman. The wig. Oh, she's cute on you. Everything is a her. Mm -hmm. Everything is a her. Everywhere you look, I just saw a messy everywhere, man. You, everywhere you look on this outfit, there's a her. Um, okay, why don't we take a break and we'll be right back. Okay. 
Well, uh, Violet and Katya are deemed the winners, and they each win a gown from Mountbatten Concepts and a gift card from Klein Epstein Parker. Oh. Mm. The binary is strong here. And this is another just, like, whiplash because we came from the most trans season ever where literally everyone is, like, non-binary and, like, just the... And this is like, well, you're half man and you're half woman, and here's a prize that reflects that. It's the binary is strong with this episode. Very, very, very. Did you notice the? Uh, well, okay, I think it happens in the uh, lip sync. The this... bottom two are Trixie and Ginger. Great lip sync song, though. Yeah, you it's got uh... to show me love. It's Show Me Love, which is um, credited to Robin S., but this version that they play is the studio version, and it's actually sung by Andrea Martin, um, who's written a bunch of songs. She just recently passed away. But um, I guess Robin S., her story is that she had the flu when she recorded Show Me Love, but (laughs) that's why it may not sound like her, but it's actually Andrea Martin, and everybody's come out about it since. Whoa. Yeah, and Andrea has this signature tag at the end of her, oh! She goes up at the end. She's like, that's my tag. That's my tag. You always have a tag. And it's there. And I, when Andrea Martin died, I just watched like all, went down a rabbit hole of her songs, like harmonica songs. And I think she did escape stuff and a bunch of stuff. And you can hear it. It's like, oh, okay. That's not Robin S. Because you look at Robin S. singing it live and you're like, that's not her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They did that to Martha Wash too. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh uh Robert the same guy the same guy did it to Michelle Visage. Right. They he did it to everybody and he got away lovely with it. Lovely day. Lovely day. Lovely day. Mm-hmm. Uh so Ginger during this lip sync is very passionate. She's giving she's showing the love. She's reaching out for empty hands. She's doing everything. Trixie is the times that they do cut away to her, they're not doing her any favors. They're making her look like a Thorgy blowing in front of a used car a lot. Yeah, I think Ginger, I mean, this was a very serviceable lip sync. I think they both did a very good job. They need to use the service entry. <laughs> service this was, elevator. This, this is not something that I would have tipped either girl for, except, I, you know what, I would have tipped him. I would have told him, get off the stage. Now, now, Ginger gives this hair flip at the very last moment. And I think, I, I mean, that I it. think that weighed heavily because she was like, I'm giving it all and my hair is fucking on. Okay? It was, it did weigh heavily. That was 18 ponytails. Yes, God. From OBT Beauty, for sure. Bundles on bundles. Um, so. You put the tree in country. What is, is that like a, is that supposed to be like a cunt joke? When, when she tells Trixie to go away. You put the tree in country. I think it's that she already used her Trixie go home line the first time she sent Trixie home. And this time it's just, oh, country something, tree. You you get it. You went home Uh, before. Goodbye. I think it's like saying you put the cunt in country, but she's saying the other part of the word because you can't say cunt. She should have said you put the try in country because Trixie tried it. Honey, she tried it, darling. Yeah, this, I, I mean, this RuPaul exit quip does not make any sense, but we get it. Um, we get it. Ginger Minge is here with us to dispel some Minge foe. Um, she's got the gift of gab, and she's coming in hot. Well, let's take a listen to some Ginger Minge, Minge foe. You, you got to be paired with Trixie again for the ballroom challenge where you were doing half and half male, female. Um, and that was ballroom, uh, alternative drag. It was a lot. Did Was that episode kind of worrisome at all? No, no. It's, this is the episode that always pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Beca- <laughs> because I it made me look like such um, a liar to anybody out there who knew me because I had this background in theater. 
Like, I'm not mm-hmm. a dancer, but I know how to dance. I'm mm-hmm. not a seamstress by any means, but mm-hmm. I can pull together a costume from pieces. Right. Um, and so when they came in, they they jiggled around, like, which group was doing what at this point. Um, like, like you're going to do this dance, and you're going to do this dance. No, 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 wait, let's switch that. Da, da, da. So Trixie and I ended up with this country robot, and I'm like, well, that sounds stupider than any of the rest of them but it'll be fun it'll be fine then we get into the rehearsal and like we're just standing there on the side while the choreographers are showing us what to do and three seconds in it cut cut and carson goes ginger you look so worried and i said (gasps) what it's been three seconds my eyes are adjusting (laughs) i haven't like nothing has happened yet so they were pushing that storyline from the get well, and I didn't get it, but I was like, uh, okay, whatever. So then they go again, and again they cut, and they go, Ginger, you just you you look really uh, nervous about this. <laughs> and I said, well, the only thing that's making me nervous is that we're not going to get through it in time because we keep stopping. And right. I knew we only had half an hour to do it. And then we, uh, like, it went on from there, and everything was fine. And then we went and did the performance, and I thought we nailed it like i thought it was really good i thought we did a great job the audiences uh, the audience was very receptive like there was nothing bad that went wrong and it didn't click in my head oh maybe they're trying to get rid of trixie at this point or Mm. or maybe they're trying to not have like another bianca who just kind of sails through and they want to like make me like like knock me down so I can come back. I, I didn't know how any kind of reality t- TV worked. Right. Um, so I was genuinely like shook, I guess, whenever we got to um, the, the critiques and they could never tell us if we were going to be critiqued as a group or if we were going to be critiqued separately. Sure. Like we didn't know until literally we went back on stage after untucked. So we're in there in Untucked, and I- I'm sitting there going, okay, I can see how I've d- I've made just a few missteps so I can be in the bottom. Whatever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We all kind of agreed that Trixie was one of the better ones, so Trixie was probably going to be in the top, maybe win the challenge. Mm-hmm. And then we get out there, and it's like, oh, nope, you're actually going to lip sync together, and oh, one of you is going to send the other one home. Girl. And it was... It was the first time in the whole competition where um, I f- like I had a, a full on panic attack. I felt like, oh my gosh, I am not in control of what I do. I am not in control of the way that people perceive me or wow. or what happens to me in this competition. And I suddenly felt responsible for Trixie as well. It right. was it was it was a lot. It was such a mind fuck in that moment. Um, it was fun, and I got a good story out of it because it was the last episode that my grandfather saw before he passed away. Aww. And um, he it was, he was so funny because he wouldn't watch it. He was a good old Southern boy. You know, he wouldn't watch it with my mother and my grandmother when it would uh-huh. air. So he would DVR it, and he'd uh-huh. get up at like 3 in the morning, make a and cup of coffee, and private. sit there and watch it. <laughs> but my mom would hear it, so she would come and sit in the dark in the, the kitchen and just watch him watching the show. Aww. And she loves to tell the story that, like, when it came down to that, it came down to me and Trixie. And my grandfather said, you better beat that bitch's ass, baby. Send her home. <laughs> I love that. So, it, it, like, it was a, a, a sweet ending to, like, one of the most traumatic days of that experience for me. Trixie Mattel sashaying away. Well, I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of her. And I I don't think this is the end of her journey. Toots? I feel like this lip sync should have been Ginger and Ginger and Trixie versus Pearl and Kennedy. They should have made them both lip sync oh, like against each other. Oh, a good old four-way. Yeah, because then we would have seen what really, what really should have transpired because... Everybody thinks they're lip syncing this week, except for Trixie. Um, yeah, no, she's she's using Jinx's perfume, which is called Delusion. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I won, you guys. Like, um, did you watch Untucked? No. Okay, 
Um, mm. Here's what happens. Let me give you a rundown. Uh, everyone has a feeling that they're going home. Pearl is like, I just have a feeling I'm going, I just have a feeling about this. Yeah, you can really feel it. You can really feel it when you're going to be in the lip sync. Um, I mean, the judges love Pearl. So they're the queens are all going on how they all want to fuck Pearl. And even Kennedy admits to having some um, lustings. Lustings in her bustings. Yes. Alyssa Edwards sends a little video message that she filmed in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Uh... And she just gives full-on Alyssa. She looks great. Um, Trixie keeps telling everybody how handsome we all are. <laughs> well, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she- the camera people were really getting their lives framing up these shots of the half-and-half makeups Mm -hmm. because they would really center in and they were just like in their film school fucking fantasy they were like this this is it look when i frame her this way she looks like a she looks like she's totally in drag and then from the other side looks like she's totally out of drag they did some good work on that Mm -hmm. do we like this untucked this sort of serious ding ding I always call it Treasure Island Media editing because it's this, like black and yeah. white. And kind of this like is scary. the first. This is the first year where they switched Untucked from like the um, the gold bar and silver lounge yeah. to more like the the more expose. Um, yeah. Reality like uh, the band expose. <laughs> hello. Uh, do you think that Violet is right saying you don't you don't need to believe in being defeated? You have to power through it, even if you're confident enough. Like, sometimes you just can't do shit. I understand. But you can't say that on TV. And if you say you can't do it, you better actually really be actually good at it so you can fuck with them. Well, that's what Ginger was doing. I don't think admitting defeat. Ginger was producing herself. You think? Because Ginger's done musical theater for years. She can pick up choreo. Yeah. She's like... she did. She just... Yeah. But... And... I don't know what she was going throughout the time, whether she was like, I'm downplaying myself so I can perform better. But there are moments where it's like, this isn't my forte. This is hard for me. And and recognizing that, uh, you know, if, if you let that sour your ability to like perform it, then that's the problem. But like, I don't know, being aware of the fact that it's not your forte, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Will forte. Uh, Leo Forte. <laughs> oh, yes, even more so. Uh, so Trixie's exit interview, she's she says, if they ask me to come back, I'm just going to stay home and play video games. I've had enough of this. The test determined that was a lie. Because <laughs> she comes back for All Stars, which we'll be covering in six years. And then what? she hosts Queen of the Universe, too. Right. Queen of the Universe! My favorite part of Trixie's exit interview is she said, I didn't even get to tap dance. She puts on tap dance, tap shoes, and she tap dances alone, and they play sad piano music over it. They were trying it. <laughs> they were trying They really shit. don't give a okay. fuck about these girls. They don't. Give them. We do, thankfully. We give a, we give a huge fuck about the girls. We give lots and- of fucks. And uh, if you want to give some fucks with us, you can stop by the mom podcast booth where you can get access to all the girls. We're going to have you can stick finger in them. Um, you can get access to all the mom shows ad free in the booth. You just you just got to look for them. And uh, many of them, you can get tons of days early exclusive bonus episodes. You like Felchin? We got that, too. And there's a monthly video episode of this podcast oh called Chase Racer. And it's all video. I'm going to get some emails. We want to thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser. This week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You mentioned it, but Mom Plus is the way to go. Uh, Well, we want to invite you to go to mompodcasts.plus because you can get your mom shows ad-free, a day early, bonus exclusive episodes, and monthly video episodes of us. Mm Mm-hmm. And Being the Felch. Um, we'd love for you to write a review <laughs> of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. And please take a minute to leave us a rating. 
Do it. And you can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And of course, at Mom Podcasts. And we just started a TikTok at Mom Podcasts. So give that a follow as well. Go talk those ticks. Um, additional bonus TikTok, video content. TikTok. <laughs> We're doing a TikTok launch. Um, additional bonus video content of us doing drag challenges. Playing dress up and doing skit scats is available at patreon.com slash Willem. Yes, and just search using the hashtag Race Chaser. Uh, and you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And we will be back next week with more discussion, dissection, and, and dissemination. Season seven, we slept through it. This year, logo really blew it. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast hosted by Alaska Thunder fucking Willem. Produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck.